beginning transmission 114. America, the life and times of America Chavez. File under Pride 2, Electric Boogaloo. This week's episode of the Funny Books and Firewater Podcast. I'm too sober for this shit. So which fucker picked this book? That would be yeah, Mr. Whose fault is this? I did not pick this book. It might what? have been a very special huh? guest. Your very special guest. Oh, was it was it Andrew? I think it was, well, might he, have been Andrew. He had mentioned it just because we were trying to think of books for pride and yeah. this one had been in the news a lot. Because we were So you had not actually read this one. No. Yeah, we wanted to know who to blame for this. And we were hoping it was you because you always are so great about apologizing for like five episodes later. Me? So we thought about blaming this one on you again just so we can continue yeah. the apology. I still haven't forgiven you for Deadpool Max. No, that thing's awful. Well, you know what? I have my own little piece of revenge right here. Man, Bob Hand is pure genius. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, other stupid ass. <laughs> <laughs> I have recorded evidence. Recorded evidence. I told you, if we make sure to say Manny Bothans died for our sins, I'll wear them. <laughs> I, I would wear them too, actually. Hey, welcome to the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. Uh, we are still within our month of Pride Books. This is a uh, we're doing America Volume One: Life and Times of America Chavez. And hopefully uh, we haven't gotten hacked again. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> that, that happened last year or two years about ago. Last year, last year was, yeah, was, was our, about the same time. That was our first Pride month. Oh, it was. Yeah. I don't know if that was a glitch, or I don't know if that was a deliberate hacking. I'm not sure which, but it was uh, very interesting. That was fun when you have Apple like scratching their heads, being like, I don't know what the fuck is going on what here. The fuck yeah, so that, that took a little while to figure out. Anyway, uh, but so assuming we haven't been hacked, hey, how are you? Good to see you. Glad you came. Hey. Um, so uh, the Manny Bothans enthusiast himself, we have <laughs> Mr. Adam. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you so hard. Fuck you with a... Rusty Dildo. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Adam. I'm the uh, reviews editor and film critic for Big Shiny Robot. Also, co-host of the Board as Hell podcast with Andy Wilson. Hi, Hi Andy. And we actually have done a couple weeks in a row now, so we're actually kind of getting back in our groove. All right. We relaunched. Uh, you also can find me over at the Cinema Queens podcast with uh, our good friend Chris. Hi, hey, Chris. Hi, Chris. And uh, for the month, actually, so as your, what is it, what, week three, I think, of our yeah, yeah. So for yeah. all of all of Pride Month, we decided we were going to tackle uh, Angels in America. So this will be uh, when this comes out. This will be the same week that we do episode four. Okay. So it should be pretty fun. He's never seen it, and it's my favorite play of all time. And I would love to go to New York and actually see the the new production, the revival. 
which is by this point in time will have won the Tony for best revival of play. Uh, but yeah, you can find me over there. Also on uh, Twitter at Sithbot, S I T H B O T underscore. That's really important there. Uh, and also curating our grinder and scruff accounts as well as our Tice with a Z account. Mm-hmm. Yes, as you do. As you do. Uh, another many both hands enthusiast we have, Mr. Maya. Hey, it's Mr. Maya. It's a me. You can catch me uh, just on social media. I'm a guy that likes to read comics and play video games. You can catch me at Mr. Maya or on Twitter or Instagram at the Mr. Maya. Also, sort of just floating around Salt Lake City, we have Mr. Todd. I'm also known as Cum Dumpster Adjacent on occasion. <laughs> you are Cum Dumpster Adjacent, yes. You are. So that is my position I've set myself up as. So there's top, bottom verse, and then come dumpster adjacent. Yeah, I'm adjacent. Interesting. <laughs> there you go. I was unaware of that one. The more you know. Let's hope I don't leak. I feel like this is a thing. <laughs> so, hi, I'm Todd. Um, you can I, find me I here. I give you a plug for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So Okay, uh, go. So Eddie's, Eddie's work. Eddie's work. Uh, we're not going to say where he works, but one of the, the sister locations, he texted me today that they actually were randomly ship butt plugs. Oh, And awesome. they're in the back room. I'm like... Can I see these butt plugs? They're full size action figures of the sorry figurine from that video from that board game. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. But yeah, I'm Todd. Back to that. It's about me. Let's talk about it, kids. Me, Enough about you. Me, more about me. More about me. Find me here on Funny Books and Firewater. I also do English class hooligans with Brian here as well. We'll talk hi, about Brian. him later. Hey Brian. Hi. And oh, my hi, better Brian. half. And then, yeah, I'll occasionally guest panel on some other shows as well. So, yeah. As we, as we said, he, he, you guessed it on funny on Cinema Queens, and you were I amazing, did. and she did good. She did good. She did good. I was showing everyone that picture of that text. I'm going, I got approved! Look at this! <laughs> See, now you can go down to the Pride Celebration and just, like, show that off. That's like your backstage pass. I'm like, oh, I've been approved. I'm good. I'm approved. That is my stamp so this on my can, ass. I don't know if this means you can say fag, though. <laughs> no, 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 probably not. But yeah. I, that's how I'd get that you know, approval taken away. We would give you like your, it's your honorary gay card. That's good. If you have Is it like a library card? Can you get it laminated? You can, although you, mm-hmm. you have to carry it on you at all times because that way if you do say fag, they can like, can you can be like, oh, look, bitch, I'm an honorary gay. There you go. So. You know what? You should set up a booth at Pride and literally make those. I bet you if you charge five bucks a piece, you could actually probably make some money. And I need some money <laughs> right done. now. So I should. Just for the novelty alone. So, so yeah, there's an RFID tag attached to it and just wait, you see what it unlocks. Just yeah. putting in every slot you can find. Every slot you can find. Every slot it you can pride. find. That's right. Good for you! <laughs> <laughs> and both mine, I feel the awkward void with weird sound effects. <laughs> Mr. Oh, that wasn't that that me. That, that's Mr. Porg. That's, that's Mr. Porg. Mr. Porg's Mr. 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 going to pride, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for Mr. Porg. Oh, as, we, as we record this, this is like four days before Salt Lake Pride, so... Yeah, Even though it's in the future, that Salt Lake Pride has passed. Yes. So, I need to uh, figure out which group I'm going with. with where are Pride. we? This is now. This is now. Yeah, now, now. Now, now. now. <laughs> Come just down. Just now. We just missed it. Oh, we have yes. a host. We a do host? have a host. Uh, oh, so who is that? that? That would be me. Oh, who's so you? part of the reason why we're recording <laughs> so far ahead is that I have a bunch of shit that I have to do for the month of June in Salt Lake, and I will not have enough time to edit anything. So we're pre-recording these so that uh, you will still get episodes, even though I will be so busy, I'll probably be losing my mind. Uh, and yeah, hey, I'm Brian. I'm a sound designer based in California. I will be up at the Lyric this summer doing four shows, one of which the director decided he wanted to have all the music live. And I'm like, fuck it. I, don't, I get paid anyway. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> uh, so so basically, the poor props person had to do all my sound design because I just said, okay, well, here's the sound effects I want. Go find these props. 
these will make the noises I want. all live? Yeah. You want Fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah, basically, that's that's the motto. It's The show has sort of a vaudevillian <laughs> kind of vibe, so he wants to kind of keep it that way. All so right. So he's trying to keep it all live. They have, like, a drummer and a piano player, and I'm like, fine, not my fucking problem. A drummer and a piano player. That's yeah, but it's not uncommon for, like, a squad musical thing. A drummer and a piano player, they walk into a bar, and they say, you know. Hi, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, like Todd said, I'm also on the English Class Hooligans podcast, which I have a feeling we're going to miss this month, this, this past month, or we're going to just have to change our date, because uh, we haven't recorded it. And I don't know about you, Todd, but I haven't finished reading that book yet. I'm in the midst of it. So, yeah. Amy was we'll working just- on it today, too. We'll discuss. I have an idea. All right, so sounds we'll, good. And that's the podcast we tell our parents about. So it's like, you should go listen to that one. Fuck it, you'll do it live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're all guilty. Yet. Huh? No, 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 he's talking about, they're talking English class, Hulu. Oh, yeah. yeah. We read a book that was written 100 years ago. I, I'm sorry, but this is all about me. Yes, we're not sorry. talking about it. They're, they're talking about their other show I'm the, on this I'm, show. I'm the token gay here, so it's all about me. Dude, we're well, one our other show. I'll use words you can understand. Yes. So, depending on how much of that was left in, there was a lot of logistics that were just discussed. But as we all know, this is our Pride Month, so it is most important to discuss everything that is. Adam, Adam, how are you? Hey, girl, how are you? <laughs> Good. Actually, uh, I was like, Chris is a bad influence on me. He's making me that? much more flamboyant and gay. Is he? I blame him. I ordered oh. shorty shorts for Pride. Ooh, did are you? you? Excited? Did I am excited? What color are they? They are silver. Where's the glitter? Now, uh, well, gl- so we call glitter drag herpes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll be and covered in glitter by the time the night's I've over. also heard right. it's called Craft Aids. Craft yeah. Aids? <laughs> yeah, it just it's, stays around forever. Glitter is basically just confetti. Confetti? Confetti. Gross. Sounds confetti, right? That's how I come. That would be awesome. Actually. That would be pretty amazing. <laughs> He's not lying. <laughs> how would you <laughs> know? <laughs> I mean, I've seen no, the bathroom I, after you've been watching videos. So I, I did learn way too. I've late. seen your the shower wall. crunchy socks. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I hadn't done laundry yet. And that's all I had to wear. But we, as I, they walked on their own, I, I did learn floor. recently that uh, the the air vent, the the heater vent in my room is connected to the heater vent in my room. Yeah, uh, the girls heard some shit. <laughs> um, my sorry, favorite buddy. was Todd. Todd had a story about that. <laughs> oh man. So, so uh, yeah, go ahead and tell no, your story. No, no, I, no, no, I no. For you. Okay, you go for it. I'm just. I, I, I'll, I'll keep it as PC as possible. Dad's, the Todd's dad got remarried when, what, Todd, we were about 17, seniors. 18? We were seniors. We're seniors. Yeah. Okay, so we were about 18 years old. And so, you know, like newlyweds, no matter what age, they were being very am- amorous, unaware of the fact that Todd's bedroom vent, similar situation, tea vent to his bedroom. It was just room. a tea duct upstairs to yeah. downstairs. Okay. A tea bag yeah. duct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Todd had full auditory capabilities for everything. All the time. All the time. Actually, did you have headphones? Well, I went upstairs and I pulled the bed out about another six inches from the wall <laughs> just so that aspect of it would be less. <laughs> Yeah, like, like I, I went back to your house with you one day, and like you open the door, say, "Hey, Dad, I'm home." Slam the door and stomp, 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 stomp. <laughs> then you hear everyone, "Hi, son." Like, like just making sure they knew he was there. Like it was just like, "Nope, I don't want to hear anything. I am here. I have people with me. We're gonna try to keep this decent." It was pretty funny. Yeah. So, 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 my and Sierra have just learned that my mom, mom and daddy have special friends over. They oh. need to turn up their volume on their TV. <laughs> oh, and Sierra came out with the worst look on her face just now. <laughs> No, the only good thing about that is when I was out dating and my dad was out dating, as long as I beat him home, I was golden. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not bad. Yeah, it was kind of fair, right? 
Yeah, this seems to happen every so often. Is we'll read a book and I'll kind of be a little less enthused, and I always feel like I'm going to be the only one on the panel hating on this book. And then I'll start seeing the comments come back of what people's drinking games are and or what they named their track for what we're recording on. And I'm like, oh, I'm not the only one. So well, also I when, we, when we get into a book and we spend the first 15 minutes just like bullshitting, not even talking about the book that we read. We're avoiding yeah, it. We're avoiding it. So not to avoid it any further, um, we're going to go into drinking games because God knows to read this, we're probably going to need some alcohol. Oh, oh and, our, and our drinking games will help you. You will drink all time. the alcohol with this one. <laughs> Now for sports. Listen up, sports fans. Prepare yourself and your liver for this week's drinking game. Remember, it's only a game and a dumb one at that. So don't take it too seriously. And above all else, please drink responsibly. I'm going to start with mine. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm, mine is called This Week's Guest Star, which is every time there's an appearance from a hero, uh, an appearance by a hero from another comic. Take a drink. Mr. Todd, what is yours? Mine is um, called um, Stars. I can see stars. <laughs> <laughs> and every time you see a star, have it be an interdimensional change star, have it be the star on her shirt or the, the star, star on David. her jacket <laughs> or the star there. Because, oh, look, they wrote a fucking star there for no other reason. You need to drink that shit. You're such yeah. an evil fucker. And this yeah. happens about every third frame. Yeah. But at least you're oh, trying yeah. to do every panel. You just said every page. It is every page. Yeah. Right. So there's, what, 22 pages per issue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's that's, six uh, issues. 132? So, yeah. So 132 drinks you should take. And <laughs> if you do that, the book might be better. And you might forget you read it. That's right. I forgot I read it while I was reading it, which leads into my drinking yes, game. Yes. <laughs> okay. My drinking game is called What Happened? It's <laughs> <laughs> anytime you find yourself bored while reading and realize that you've kind of just been glossing over the pages and you have to go back a couple pages to figure out what's going on, take a drink. It's like when you read the Book of Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> have you done that a lot, Adam? I read it once. You did? I did. Why? I was moving to Utah. I was like, I should probably know what the fuck I'm getting into. No, you shouldn't. <clears throat> I actually know more yeah. about LDS religion than most missionaries do, so it's kind of fun. Yeah, that's why they can get yes. them actually out there. True. <laughs> so if you don't know, you can't knowingly lie. This is very true. Yes. All right, enough about the Mormons. Hooray, atheism. <laughs> hey, Mr. Atheist, what's your drinking game rule? Uh, so mine is... Oh, do you have names? So every time they introduce a character and the little fucking blue box pops up that says their name and their powers, take a drink. You know, like nice. when around the time that Storm got her mohawk. Well then, I guess, uh, do we dare give out votes as to whether or not we believe it is? Oh, I think we should. should. Oh, we should. Vote for Pedro. So I've been asked by the judge to be the foreman. Vote for Pedro. And I want y'all to know that we's gonna run a fair jury and a clean jury. It's time for a vote. Because we love you, and we don't want to waste your money. We will now vote on whether this week's book is fit for human consumption by you, our dear listener. Along with each vote, our panel will also provide one piece of evidence to support their vote. Vote for Pedro. Do you expect me to talk? Vote for Pedro. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. There's nothing you can talk to me about that I don't already know. Um, we're going to start with Mr. Todd. If you like glitter herpes, you're wrong, and the answer's still no. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Maya. I'm going to do one of my read it with with a under one condition. Uh, I'm going to say no. Unless you actually want to follow our drinking games, then yeah, read it. <laughs> but you have to follow all four of our drinking games. That's brutal. 
That is brutal. I actually was trying to come up with sort of a way of being like, well, if you're interested in this, or if you want to just can you keep track of this, or, you know. It's really not good, though. It's really not, and there's really no other reason to read it, to be honest with you. Like, I'm kind of, to be honest with you, I'm torn as to whether or not we even summarize it, because, like. I'm, actually, I'm totally fine with that, because I don't really want to talk about this book at all, so. <laughs> well, we'll have to talk about the book, but whether or not we summarize the book is a totally different issue. I'll, I'll, I'll do the summary. It'll take 30 seconds or less. Sounds good. That's going to be your game plan. Before you do that, you need to give us your vote. No. God, no. No. Like, I really... I did it on the record. The, the judges and juries need to know whether or not you say yes. So I, I really went in rooting for this book. Uh, I think the idea is a great thing. I love... The... Let's talk about it. Yeah. Well, let's go to the break, then we'll talk about yeah, the idea. I, I love the idea, and I was, like, I went in rooting for it, but just like the last couple DC movies, no. <laughs> Since we do have things to talk about, and... Uh, we actually have some motivation to talk about them, be it positive or negative. Uh, we're going to go to our little break, um, and then when we come back, we're going to, well, Adam's going to do a 30-second or less uh, explanation of the plot of this book, and then we will discuss. Uh, so we will see you on the flip side. If you have yet to read this week's book and would like to read it now, press pause. Go ahead. We'll wait. Okay, well, Adam, do you want to just do your, your summary? Sure. So, Miss America is a, a queer Latina, well, she's from a different parallel universe dimension thing. Yeah, is she Latina? But she, yeah, she's brown. So she, ends up, she, she ends up being raised by Puerto Ricans because she fits in there when she finally comes to Earth. And she has, like, she can fly, she's got superpowers, she can, like, open up star-shaped portals to go to different realms. She's trying to go to college after she makes up with her girlfriend. And then... She's kind of a one-puncher kind of person. One-punch. One-punch chump, yeah. And then she ends up going back in time, and she punches Hitler instead of Captain America, but Peggy Carter knew that she was supposed to come back there because someone told her. So she goes back to normal times again, and these cyborgs try to capture her, and then... She goes back to this other where this other planet where she like punched a creature and it blew up, but then it came back and started killing everyone again. So then she went back in time to stop herself from punching it, so I can go capture it. And then she found out that her grandma was trying to find her the whole time, and that's why all this weird shit was happening. And then she ends up getting drugged and getting into a deathmatch fight with her ex lover slash best friend because they kidnapped her father. And then it ends and nothing happens. And she had a road trip with Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yes, female Hawkeye, Kate yeah. Bishop. 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 It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. There. I saved you a half hour reading this goddamn fucking book. I'm a little impressed. That was actually more thorough than I thought you were going to say. When you said, Mm -hmm. I'm going to summarize this in 30 seconds and be like, fuck this shit, don't read it. It's what I basically expected to happen. I said I would give it 30 seconds, and I did. Yes. No, but that's that's, that's an accurate portrayal of 30 seconds. She went to university. I said that. She did. Okay. There are some, I think there are some interesting concepts in this book. It's just not done well. And I think one of the ones I think interesting to bring it up is this superhero university which i think is a kind of interesting concept and i think would actually be kind of a cool story on its own yeah not withstanding this character sotomayor university i liked that part is that what it was called yeah okay. so dina for yeah, those yeah, who don't know sotomayor is a current justice in the u.s supreme court that happens to be brown and you probably know because democrats love her and republicans hate her so i think everyone kind of knows who she is uh you know or you can be trying to avoid the news you know, like someone attempting to keep themselves sane in this current political climate. That's totally different issue. Yeah, like they're. So okay. So she's from another planet. Is she technically Latina? Brown. She 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 has she has darker skin, and mm-hmm. she was yeah. when, so on this other universe or planet or dimension. She's raised by two moms. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then when she, their, her mom sacrificed themselves to save the planet, 
And then she yes. came to Earth, and she was she ended up being raised by Puerto Ricans because they look she like looked like them. And oh, that's right. Okay, she so she's raised in, with so. Puerto Ricans. Okay. Yeah, no, that, okay, I forgot about the being raised with Puerto Rican stuff. That makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. But I do remember reading this book, kind of going, "Okay, I, I get she's a lesbian superhero. I'll give you that. That's fine. However." She's from another planet. Is she technically Latina? But I guess if she's raised Puerto Rican, she's raised in a culture. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. I get and that. And she's from not another planet, a, a parallel dimension or dimension. Some shit. Yeah, which never sure. is really fully explained because nothing about this book makes goddamn sense. No. Oh, and that's the thing too is like I, the powers are never really fully explained either. You know what I mean? This she has like, a footstep. Yeah. She, well, she, she has a footstep. I got like does. a brown fist or something like that or something. Well, she actually is going to star in the Broadway revival of Stomp. Bring the house down. Hopefully, hopefully but, um, coming next year. So, but no. So I, I went to this book. I, I you know, before the break, I mentioned I was I was rooting for it because we've got a queer Latina or whatever person of color, and she has a girlfriend, and she's mm-hmm. it, it really fits the uh, the mold of what we're doing. With two Tribe moms, book. two moms. Yeah. Uh, but here's my thing: as much as like, I. I'm liberal as shit, and I, you know, I, I do want to promote things that are, you know, stretch people and kind of put them outside the box. It's still got to be good. And I remember I went to Sundance. Uh, it wasn't this year; it was last year, I think it was. And there was a, a horror anthology that was like four short little horror films that was that starred women, were directed by women, was produced by women, written by women, and it was really cool to see like oh, this this really cool project that was put forth by women, which is kind of rare to find in the horror genre. They weren't good though. Like one of them was good. One of them was entertaining. One was interesting. The rest was all kind of bullshit. And like, like I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to give you a pass because I believe that what you're doing is important. Like I think it's important we have you know a female author writing about a queer Latina character. But you got to make it good. Just because something is falls in the realm of something I really believe in, support, mm-hmm. want to push. If it's not good, I don't give a shit. And I'm sorry, but this was just. I couldn't follow half the time. Maya's drinking rule is perfect because every couple of pages, I'm like, what the fuck am I even reading right now? Like, This is yeah. a book that should have taken me 20, 25 minutes to read, and it took me... Better part of an hour. Better part of an hour, just because I kept having to go back. I was like, wait, what happened? Like in the, the last issue in... Uh, what, was, what was her ex-girlfriend's name? Magdalena? Magdalena? I think Magdalena or so. No, it was... Lisa was her ex. Lisa was her ex. She broke up No, with no, no. The, the, the other one. The one on the motorcycle. The one that she was boxing. Oh, I don't I remember. think it was Magdalena, yeah. Yeah. Like she just showed up, and I was like, "Wait, when did she show up?" And I had to go back like three or four pages. And sure, it's not a book that kept my attention very well. No, and she's a character with a really short temper. When in doubt, she wants to throw a punch. And she, yeah, like, why no, do I have to do this? And she's like, "Well, you need to figure things out." And but she's not that interesting. And it's like, look at me, I'm sassy, but that's not a reason to keep reading it. Well, also, I mean, there's certain moments in time where, like, I felt like the writing was a little bit pandering. Like, it tried to make her a little bit more ethnic. You know what I mean? Like, sure. So, who wrote this again? We need to give credit where credit's due. Here. Rivera. Rivera. Gabby Rivera. Gabby Rivera. Gabby Rivera. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. So, Gabby wrote, and in some ways, and I have never read anything else Gabby Rivera's written, so I have no judgment there. But in a lot of ways, it seems like an assignment being filled. It's like, I've got this assignment of hitting these checkboxes, and it's um, the execution just wasn't there. Yeah, and I almost wonder, because from what I understand, and maybe someone can verify this or not, her background is more in like writing young adult novels kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's what I gathered from the... Uh... Like the beginning, like there was a little thing written at the beginning, and I just kind of got the impression that maybe it was one of those things where she wasn't necessarily completely comfortable with the medium. You know what I mean? Like sure. they picked her to write this because they thought that she could should could do it, but like 
her ability to actually handle the medium wasn't necessarily great. Sure, I mean, no, we got mm-hmm. lucked out with Tennessee Coates doing yeah. um, that, his first run on Black Panther, and he's not typically a writer, but even then, his stuff is rather wordy. And yeah. trying to, and that's something that a lot of people struggle with. How do you really when, when they first down? come into comics? Yeah, how do you really pare yeah. that down and stop using the words and get it transferred through by imaging? Imaging. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think as as we saw on the Black Panther stuff, I think as time went on, I think he evolved sure. as a writer that way. Like I feel like some of the later issues of that got a little bit better at being visual. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess my only kind of hope for this book, if I were to continue reading it, which I have no intention of doing so. No, would there, be, there, 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 there would only be one more trade. It got canceled Is after it? 12 issues. Well, and, and see this for a reason. But this means up also 12. When, when we did Iceman, now Iceman only had 12 issues. And Iceman actually was good, though, and actually did have an audience. Uh, the problem with Iceman was is that he's... He is a B-list X-Men character. He's not he's strong like, enough to yeah, carry his own. Yeah, that's him. This, I mean, again, this was a thing where when it gets canceled, you have like your like alt-right people being like, oh, it's because it was a, a lesbian person of color. I'm like, no, it just it wasn't good. Like, right. Yeah, and, and it's another one of those that so many people claimed, you know, oh, Marvel's racist. They're, you know, they're anti-LGBT. They're canceling this book and... No, the reason is they put the, the book out. The issues didn't. Nice. The reason they canceled is is the issues didn't sell. It comes back to that whole thing that I've always said. If you want to support a book, buy it in issues. If you're, this is something I know a lot of people waited for the trade for. This is not something you trade weight on. Well, we did trade weight on, well, and even that was a mistake for this one. Well, we didn't really <laughs> wait for it. So, I'll be honest with you, until it was mentioned, I'd never heard of this in my entire life. Yeah, no, like I, I did not know. Like when I went to order America as a comic book, all of a sudden, like, oh, this is. From fucking Marvel, I had no idea. Like I'd never heard of it before. In my I never. Heard of, I didn't even know she's. I didn't know she was a character in Marvel. And obviously, she's part of the Ultimates, so I should know about that. But the yeah, that's the Marvel Universe proper Ultimates, mm-hmm. not the Ultimate Universe. Right? Ultimates. No, I know. What again? Sorry, explain Marvel to me because I still don't understand. The Ultimate Universe was its own separate, the, like the old, like Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate. But what about Ultimate Comic Spider-Man versus Ultimate Spider-Man? That All that stuff was in the Ultimate Universe. After Secret Wars was when the Ultimate Universe basically was no more, and Miles Morales ended up in the Marvel Universe proper. Right, because then when they did was, it, was it, uh, Secret Wars two and they did Battle Worlds, but it's just Secret Wars. Oh, okay, right. but right. there was an old Secret Wars in like the seventies, right? Eighties. It was 80s, so they yeah. reused the name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Similar plotline or similar no, issues? No, the, the, the Secret War was the the culmination of Hickman's like huge run. I started back yeah. when we did that Fantastic Four trade. And the one mm-hmm. in the eighties was basically the Beyonder took all of Earth's heroes and took all of Earth's villains and made them fight each other on a planet. And that's where we, oh, okay. where we get the first. Uh, that's where Spidey found the symbiote. Yep. Oh, really? Okay. Comic history. There you go. Indeed. Okay. So I have a drink. Yes, drink. <laughs> so Adam has. How are you beverage. coping? Uh, drinking more. So uh, mine's called the Chavez. Uh, it's, okay. It is two ounces of tequila, half ounce of lime juice, uh, and then seven ounces of grapefruit soda. So I, I drink fresco all the time. So it's kind of fit up my realm. Uh, you take a Collins glass, you rim it with salt, you fill it with ice, and then you add the tequila, lime juice, grapefruit soda, and you stir. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with mine mm-hmm. uh, because she has, is known for her, uh, they call it the brown punch or something like that. I can't remember what she calls it. Uh, but her big fighting, I have a cocktail called the Bare Knuckle Boxer. Uh, it is two ounces of rum, one ounce of vodka, one ounce of uh, orange juice, uh, a pinch of salt, and a pinch of sugar. And you stir all the ingredients into a glass and serve. Pretty simple little cocktail. Kind of old school. But, that works. Uh, 
Yeah, Todd, do you got a cocktail? I do. I'm calling mine the strong and brown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus. This is one and a half ounces of a chocolate chili liqueur like JDK and Sons, an ounce of vodka, and you have a rocks glass. So you shake the chocolate chili liqueur with a vodka and cocktail shaker. You shake the shit out of it, strain it into the rocks glass, and then fill that full of ice, and it's strong and brown. Uh, Mr. Maya, do you have a... Uh... Yeah, I do. I, a cocktail. Yeah, I do. Mine's called America the Beautiful. It's a red, white, and blue pina colada. It's three ounces of rum, three ounces of blue curacao, six ounces of pineapple juice, four and a half ounces of cream of coconut, one cup of fresh or frozen strawberries, two cups of ice. Uh, add the rum, pineapple juice, and cream of coconut and ice to a blender. Blend it until it's smooth. Pour about two-thirds of the mixture into a separate container. Add strawberries to the remaining mixture in the blender and blend that till it's smooth. Pour the strawberry mixture into drinking glasses. Slowly pour a third of the reserved pina colada mixture into the drinking glass. Add the remaining reserved mixture and blue curacao into the blender and blend till it's combined. And slowly pour the blue mixture into the drinking glasses. Red, white, and blue right okay. there. <clears throat> it's a lot more boost than what we just read, so. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Just as fruity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no comment for that. Um, well, I mean, is there anything else we want to discuss in this book, or is this just going to be a short episode? You know, it's, no. What did was there anything we liked? I liked the idea. Uh, I liked the I liked the premise of the character and what they were trying mm-hmm. to accomplish. They just didn't pull it off. Well, and I liked individual comp. Uh, like I liked that idea. I liked I liked the concept of the school. Uh-huh. I mean, I think conceptually there was some stuff there. I think the execution just wasn't there. I think the art was actually fine too. I actually liked the art. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the art in the later issues. I've seen other work that artists have done. I'm not particularly a fan of that style. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I just I recognize it from something else I've seen, and I'm like, eh, I kind of don't dig it. Is that the same? Is it the same person who does? Uh, I don't know. Who does off look at look at it, but. The earlier art I really it's, liked. Uh, um, I wasn't a big fan of the road trip art. Yeah, that's the, the, I think that's the one I was yeah, talking about. Yeah, the last two issues. Yeah, I wasn't thrilled yeah. with the road trip art. It's Ramon Villalobos did the last two, and I'm, I'm looking up to see what else he's done. Villalobos, by the way. Shh. Hey, you correct me on it. I'm a American. America. I'm stuck, <laughs> I thought it was. America. Uh, I bleed red, white, and blue. You should probably see a doctor. His art was very similar to um, the Manhattan Projects, which is what I thought it was. No, I no, that's a different. Uh-uh. Yeah. He did. Uh, he hasn't done much. It looks like um, he did one of the Secret Wars miniseries, the X Men E for Extinction. And then he mm-hmm. did some issues of Nighthawk. So I mean, it's not necessarily that it was bad. It just compared to the rest of this book, I think if it, like like I said, if, if that style kind of works okay in Manhattan Projects, mm-hmm. but and it's different artists in Manhattan Projects. But like I don't know, it just it felt a little wacky on this one. But well, should we go into uh, final break? Yes, please. Okay. Jamie, school is never a waste of time. Since we have 15 minutes until recess, please put down your pencils and stare at the front of the room. It's report card time. It's report card time. It's report card time. I'm so fucking fucked. God, please, no! 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 No!
Uh, for writing, Mr. Adam, what do you say? I'm at a D. I, I, again, I went in really rooting for this. I really wanted to like it. I, I, I like the idea behind it and what this character represents and is a step forward for what we really haven't seen too much of in, in comics. But the story is just so damn convoluted. It doesn't make a lot of sense. You lose where you're going. It just has problems. And like, I, again, it just sucks. I really, really wanted to like it, but I just I, I couldn't. So, uh, Mr. Todd. You know, I'm going to go with the D as well. It's, you know, it does come down to execution. I was trying to think of um, another brown Latina character. Tarantula is the closest I could think of yeah. from the uh, Batman War Games arcs. And um, I thought she was a much better character than this one. Mm-hmm. So, and she wasn't really all that great. No, she wasn't. She was a boring. <laughs> she was boring. She wasn't well, that great. Well, she also did really shitty things to Nightwing as well. well yeah, so, she's a rapist. So, so there is yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah, she's still the better character. Renee Montoya. Renee's good. All yes. right. Yeah, Rucka can write a good woman. Way to go. So, but it's. In this, I just didn't care. I didn't really care about the relationships. I thought Kate Bishop was the most interesting one of the bunch. And I want And that I think is carryover from the, her own book. The character who the book isn't about. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And that really sums up this book well. The the art was fine, all in all. But yeah, I just didn't give a crap. So it's a D. As you as you described this, this reminds me of a friend of mine who referred to as relationship tofu. Yeah. Um, which is Every, like he's friends with us as long as he's not in a relationship but once he starts dating somebody he like absorbs whoever he's dating social group and so now he's married so we haven't talked to him in like years sure. but this book kind of as just kind of reminds me of that it's like it's superhero tofu it's like she's good with the other like the other characters around her make the, the story more interesting than her by herself by herself she's very bland like tofu just by himself sure. but like they, they brought in all like they brought in a different superhero in almost every issue to try to make it more interesting than yeah, yeah it's kind of like a failing tv show trying to bring in star power to boost yeah. ratings oh for sure for sure uh mr maya what is your grade uh, i'm also giving it a d i wanted to like this and i had heard not from anyone i know personally but just kind of on various like comic sites and just online a lot of people had seemed to like this book a lot so i wanted to give it the benefit of benefit of the doubt and at the end of the day it failed to deliver yeah uh, so I'm at a D. I was going to try to be, like, not part of the crowd and go with the C-, minus, but I think I'm actually going to stick with the D with everybody else. Uh, for the whole tofu reasoning I've brought up before. Uh, for art, um, what is your grade, Mr. Maya? Uh, I'm going to give it a C, just because the first four issues were all right. They weren't bad, uh, even though, you know, we, we talked about those last two issues, not really liking them. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of average, just C. Uh, Mr. Todd. You know, I'm more like a C plus, B minus. Having fun with the hologram type thing and for doing stars so many times, they were trying to get inventive with it, and I'll give them that. So B plus. Sorry, B minus, C plus. Yeah, after a long run, they would have run out of options on that. Haven't they would have run out of options, but right, I agree with you there, but for what they were going for and everything else, it was... Uh, C plus, B minus. And I'm going to stick with you on a B minus. I, I think the art is the only real successful thing in this book. Uh, Mr. Adam, what is your grade? I, I'm a, a B minus as well. I and mean, the art actually was enjoyable. I didn't mind it that much. It, yeah. It was fun. It was engaging. Uh, it was definitely a lot more interesting than what was taking place in the story. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 that at least did keep me interested. So like with my drinking game, about going back to remember what happened, it was more about the dialogue, not the actual mm-hmm. art was going on on the page. So Yeah, for sure. Okay, and then for overall grade, Mr. Maya. Uh, you know, I, I gave the writing a D, the art a C, so I'm probably like a C minus, D plus total. I'm going to go with a C minus. I 
don't think that the art is good enough to carry the lack of writing or at least execution on the writing. So I, I think it, I'm going to average it down a little bit. Uh, Mr. Todd. You know, Brian, I'm along there with you. The art's not bad, but it's not a reason to read the book. Yeah. So it's got to be, a, it's going to be about a C minus as well. Okay. And Mr. Adam. I'm going to go with a C minus as well. I, again, I, I love the concept behind this. I love why they're doing it, but at the same time, the writing's really detracts from it. And I couldn't get invested in it. It sucks. I really went into this excited mm-hmm. and wanting to read this book and, and see a different take on, um, the queer comics than we've read before, but unfortunately, uh, just the whole package just did not pan out. So your whole package pans out, though. It always pans out. It does. Uh, okay. Oh, right. uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Way to go. I missed some of that. That's okay. I'll catch that <laughs> cool. Well, so next week we think well, we're going to figure this out after the fact. We're going yeah. to be reading yeah. Snagglepuss Exit Stage Left. Uh, there's going to be a slight timing issue involved in doing all this. Uh, like we said earlier, that I am significantly busy and trying to get all this edited and out on time is going to be tricky. Um, but we will figure that all out. So you don't have to wear your pretty little head, but we will be back next week with another episode. Uh, but for the end of this week, we have recommendations. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go, go for no, All right. No, go Todd. No. All right. For me, I'll go. go Todd. For no, you hang up first. No, you, no, you hang, hang up, up first. No, you hang up first. <laughs> so it's a comic that just got released. It's called a quick and easy guide to they, them pronouns. So it's a um, it's all in comic format, and it's trying to understand as people how they identify themselves and everything else. So those that aren't in the know of, I want to better understand communities and stuff mm-hmm. I'm not aware of. Let's and what is the proper etiquette? This is a etiquette book of they and them pronouns. You know the benefit of living in California? I can use dude yeah. for everything. Dude, <laughs> that sucks for me. Yeah, I refer to my cat as dude. Like, and you know. It will get up on my face. It's like, dude, dude, be seriously, dude, dude, dude. dude. Uh, yes. So anyway, nice benefit now about Calvary's turn, Mr. Maya. I recently uh, refell in love with my Nintendo Switch, and uh, I'm really enjoying Super Mario Odyssey. You should check it out. You get a a little ghost that becomes your hat named Cappy, and you can throw him and jump off of him and take over like enemies' bodies and become them and, and run around as a Goomba. No, it's a lot of fun. Mr. Adam, do you have anything? So mine's also a video game. Uh, it just came out, well, <laughs> as of the time it's writing. It's called Detroit Become Human. Uh, it's by the developer Quantic Dream. Oh, that Dream. looks really interesting. I saw yeah, some which, previews for that. It looked really, really interesting. Yeah, they did like a Heavy Rain and uh, Indigo Prophecy. Basically, it's, it takes place in 2038 when uh, androids are commonplace. People like basically buy them as their and keep them as like their tutors, their babysitters, their sla- their sex slaves sometimes. Uh, and it follows as the story you as you do. It follows the story of three different androids. And where I'm at in the game so far, one of them actually uh, gained sentence and it seems to now pass the Turing test. So mm-hmm. it's it's gorgeous. It's one of the most beautiful games I've ever played. And what's fun with these is like it's like a really strong choose your own adventure type game uh, in the sense that no matter what happens, the game doesn't end. Like if a character dies, they just die and they're no longer in the story, but it keeps on going on. So. Uh, it's really fun. It's really interesting. It's a little bit slow to start you out with, but mm-hmm. once it gets into it, it's absolutely gorgeous and fantastic storytelling. So, so I do have a niece that's quite a texter. She started texting me a while back. I don't think she can pass the touring test. Probably not. That's she's probably painful. a bot. She might be, but man, she makes cold rocks look bright. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> future Brian. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll take that a lot for sure. I'll take that a lot. 
Uh, and hey, I am actually going to recommend a board game and a, uh, a card game, oddly enough, very strange for me, but I just got mm. back from Tahoe, and uh, first couple days it's been raining, so we played a lot of games inside. Uh, one of them is a board game called Ticket to Ride, uh, where basically it's sort of like a, you're, you're getting points for um, putting in trains and trying to basically take over an entire route, and like get, uh, so that it's sort of, it doesn't sound as interesting as the game really is. Uh, but uh, I, it was it was interesting enough that I actually ended up buying it as an app on my phone as well. Which the app on your phone is like nine bucks, which kind of worth it, kind of not. Um, I have it, yeah. Um, can you can you play with friends? Like, could yes. we play each other? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yes, that's uh, it's person play. I think it's online. No, 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 too. no, no. You can do it online. So, like, that's okay. part of the reason why we bought it so that, like, because my buddy is living up in Tahoe right now, so I bought it so that I can still play him. <laughs> but like, there's a limit on how long the game has to go. So, like, if you you can't like necessarily like play a move and then like play it the next day. Like you have to kind of be active about playing it. Um, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, but that was really fun. And then the other one we played was called Unstable Unicorns. Has anybody ever heard of this game? I saw I that being back on Kickstarter a while ago, but I haven't played it yet. It's it's mildly fun. I think I would have had more fun if I ever actually fucking won. I got, like it is a game that will end friendships. Like you, will, that's awesome. Like, you will piss each other off so fucking bad. And like. What I really want to do is I want to see a room full of attorneys do it because like we got into some of the biggest arguments because basically you have these cards of unicorns and you have upgrades and downgrades and unicorns with special powers. Like each unicorn has its own special power and so the interpretation of what is on the card. So it's like it's not like you have like sort of generic rules. Like each card has its own rule to it. And so oh, that's mean. Uh, yeah. So the way that it's interpreted, the way that's written, because like it gets down very specific. Like when you start playing it for a while, it gets down very specific. For like very specific phrasing, you know what I mean? Like, because like, you could read it one way and assume that it meant like all cards, but it might mean just the cards in someone's like stable and or the cards in someone's hand. Like, depending on how it's worded, it's like after a little while you get very specific as to how things are done. It's fun, it's entertaining, but it it will ruin some friendships. Uh, so uh, nice. I lost that game most of the weekend, but I still had a good time playing it. Uh, so I will recommend that as well. Uh, okay, does anybody else have anything else? Nope, I think that's it. I think yeah. That's it. Okay, cool. So, hey, you got a short episode, but we didn't like the book, so that's kind of how it goes. Uh, so, we will be back next week, we believe, with Snagglepuss. We'll figure that all out. Um, until then, we'll see you later. Bye. Hail Bye. Satan. Hail Satan. Have a lovely afternoon. There you go. <laughs> you finally brought that over. That's cute. Yay. Yay. Yeah. Hail Satan. Satan! Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. This band of knuckleheads will be back next week with a new episode. Until then, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr as Funny Books and Firewater. And on Twitter as at FirewaterCast. Go to FunnyBooksAndFirewater.com for the most up-to-date information. As well as cocktail recipes from this and past episodes. Thank you for joining us. And until next week, support your local comic shop, tip your bartender well, and stay hydrated.